Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hello and welcome to the Red Ben TV. It's the uncensored match build-up show ahead of Liverpool versus Arsenal in the League Cup. Uh, I've stopped calling it the whatever it is because I keep getting it wrong all the time. I think I called it the Capital One Cup earlier today, yeah. uh, which I've been told it isn't. Um, I'm joined by Emma, by Kieran Gething, and of course by Sam Walker for this one. Um, Emma, it's another big game. This time yeah. it's against Arsenal. How do Liverpool approach this one? Yeah, it's a heavy fixture schedule, isn't it? Um... It's a strange one, this, because I've always been a massive hater of just domestic cups in general. Like, I just don't really care that much about the FA Cup, Carabao Cup, uh, that kind of stuff. But I do think at some point you have to build a squad that is competing on all four fronts, like what Man City are, in order to attract these players that are going to prove your squad depth that you need to win the Premier League and the Champions League. Start saying they're competing on four fronts, Emma. <laughs> I mean, they do it on three. Yeah, right? three. Um, but yeah, that that kind of thing. So it's it's a weird one because I think we should probably approach it quite relatively seriously, actually, which I wouldn't have said a year ago. But I think now, it, yeah. I think I think we should be going into this game to try and win it and to progress in the competition. Kieran, where do you stand on it? I mean, Liverpool haven't got a massive squad. Liverpool got loads of games coming up. They've obviously got the World Club Championships or whatever that one's called in the middle of December coming up. Uh, we've got a relatively small squad. Yeah, I as a competitor, I want to compete on all fronts, and the, we've all got the WhatsApp groups with our mates and stuff. And I just anytime we win, anytime we do well in anything, <coughs> I want to see us. Turning it on and win, winning games like you know, and winning more trophies. There's clubs, there's the European Super Cup. I'm boasting about that as if it's the fucking Champions League itself. I don't give a shit. <laughs> silverware is silverware, you know. Throw this in for you know, and uh, I'd still be happy with one of them. But um, yeah, it's the squad. I think they might be better than the Carabao. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're heavy, so <laughs> yeah. Um, and you talk talk about the kids. Give them all the opportunity you can, and throw them in, um, and just keep trying to get them as motivated as the as the senior squad. Would you it? would you go with the kids or would you go with the lads who uh, a, a mixture? You need a mixture like you did in the MK game. I think it was um, it, a really good watch. I enjoyed watching that game, and we played quite well, like all the way through. I think, and everyone wants to see Harvey Elliott do well. I think a lot of us want to see uh, Hoover play again. Um, 
and and people who were just coming back into the fringe of it, why not play Oxenay? See him getting that trick. I'd be, I'd be over the moon with that, and he'd be like, he'd love to play ninety minutes. I'm sure. Especially of it. against them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. In the middle of the park. Uh, Adrian getting involved again. Uh, great time to bring him back in because he deserves it after mm -hmm. what he did at the start of the season. So, yeah, I think I I want to see us compete on every front. Do you think the squad's big enough to do to compete on every front, Sam? I think. If you go through all the positions, definitely. I think there's just one or two that you would say we're a little bit short on. Probably left back and the the fourth forward, the, the mythical fourth forward that we don't have. Yeah. So to speak, to, to, to yeah. just drive through teams like if we'd have had a, a another player of the quality of our front three to play on Wednesday mm. with the rest of them, we'd just probably push them to the side and, and win that game. But so I suppose that's the only. The left back position, which Milner can adequately cover, and probably the forward position. When you start playing against, say, we say we do get through, we get Man City away in the quarters. You're thinking then, aren't you? Our, our, our second string against theirs, maybe a little bit of a drop off. And I think that's the only point. But if you get lucky, like they have done for the last few years in the cups, and you get decent runs, I think that second string is completely capable of of putting on performances and getting through to a, a final. And plus, if you win the League Cup, you win the Premier League. It seems <laughs> to happen all the time. It does do you seem think, to. Do you think four this is the type, type of game Sancho would come in as if we did say a player like that? Like Sancho. Yeah, well, it depends. If he played the weekend, then Salah plays there. You know, that, that's yeah. what I'm saying. If you add that player, then whoever doesn't play the Saturday plays the Wednesday. And then... yeah. Well, th this is a point I'm making about why I think you have to be competitive in these kind of domestic cup competitions because you're not going to attract the likes of Jadon Sancho because he's not going to get in ahead of Salah, Mane and Firmino. So, but if you say to him, look, you're... You'll be switching in, in and out of a couple of Champions League games. You might make some substitute appearances. You'll play a couple of league games and you'll get decent runs in the cup competitions because our squad depth is that good. Then that's when you're going to attract those kinds of players. And that's what Man City did. You know, they had Sané, Bernardo Silva, Mares, David Silva, um, Aguero, H Jesus. And that's just their attacking options. Do you think the coin helps out, though? Pardon? Do you think the coin helps out in, in the City squad, knowing that they're going to get paid? Yeah. Yeah, I think so, and I, I think I don't like, think Liverpool compete on their wages. Although no, statistically but, their wage bills are lower than ours. <laughs> yeah, I mean obviously mo yeah. money does play so a role, but I mean you're show. telling me that someone like Leroy Sané isn't at Man is only at Man City for money. I I disagree. I think mm. he's there because he knows that he can win several trophies. He's got a chance of winning several yeah. trophies. Yeah, my, I agree with you completely, by the way, here, Emma. I think that Liverpool should be going out and competing in each and every competition. I agree with you. The more games you've got, the higher calibre of squad player you're able to get. My point, or my question, that's not a point, is that do Liverpool have the squad this season, right now, to do that, to go yeah. for the Premier League, to go for the Champions League and the Carabao and the World Club Champions and the FA Cup. Yeah. I don't think we've got it quite there, but I don't think we were in a position like we were a year or two ago where we should just dismiss it. Mm -hmm. I think we should give it a go by, like you say, mixing it up with these fringe players. Well, not fringe players, but players who, you know, we rotate in and out. So the likes of Lalana, Chamberlain, um, obviously Adrian and Origi. So they're, you know, they're players who've got a lot of Premier League minutes under their belt as well um, and then mix that up with, with the youngsters. So I do think we've got enough depth there to at least go further in the competition um, than before, you know, like when we, when we played Wolves, was it last season, and FA Cup third round and we literally threw out the kids. I think the most senior player was Lovren who went and got injured and then we had like one centre-back for the next game. But it's not that case now. We've got four very good centre-backs who, well, you know, four good centre-backs anyway, 
And then we've got, you know, we've got options in full-back positions. We've got options in midfield. So I think we've got enough of a depth. Mm -hmm. Don't think we've got enough to be able to win them. But I think we can certainly go further. Yeah. And no, like, I, like you say, you might get lucky in the draw and you might end up in the semi-final. If, if you look at City's treble last year, it's fabulous whatever way you look at it. Yeah, Let's yeah. not take that mm -hmm. away from them because it yeah. was great. But it's the draw. Mm -hmm. We look at our draw. We had harder losses, <laughs> the games that we lost against Wolves and Chelsea. They were harder games and they played in both competitions in their entirety. Until the final, yeah. maybe. Until the final. When yeah. they played Chelsea, but they, they look at the Watford. So. Yeah, I was going to say, I think they played one Premier League team so until the, the final. The, the FA Cup, they beat Newport County and they, go, they give them a real good go for it. Like yeah. That. Yeah, and I like the, the draw obviously has a massive effect on all yeah. of these competitions, and it has to. That's what it's there for. Uh, I just find it interesting. I'm not sure Liverpool have got the squad to compete in every competition right now. No, um, but I think if with a favourable draw, it, it also depends on what Arsenal are going to do. And I think the draw against Crystal Palace at the weekend, them, uh, Arsenal and Emery need a reaction out of that squad right now. I mean, mm -hmm. it's a side that, to be fair to them, they're in pretty good form. You know, drawn. This is the last sort of few fixtures. Drawn, win, loss. Win win draw win win, so it's quite they're in good form, but the fans seem to be turning on them again. I mean they had major <laughs> issues with Granite Xhaka at the weekend. Um, I, let's let's talk about this a little bit because I find it quite interesting. There'll be loads of Arsenal fans here, and I'm not having a go at Arsenal Fan TV. The mates of mine and I really like them. I'm doing a preview with Robbie from from Arsenal Fan TV, but just the Arsenal fans and Liverpool fans are very different. And I'm not saying one's right and one's wrong here. But they are very, very different fan bases and they react in different ways. And we talked about it a little bit on the final word about some of the differences. Let's expand on it. I mean, that stuff that happened with Xhaka, I just, I've never seen anything like that at Liverpool. Yeah, I mean, it's straight because, like, I actually really like Arsenal as a club. I think, that you know, like the way they run things and I like that a lot. Um, and it's weird, actually, you say that, like, I do agree. I think they're completely different fan bases, but then I also think they're very sim similar in the sense that they're both so emotional. I think Arsenal and Liverpool fans are both very emotional. Liverpool fans deal with it in a different way. Um, yeah, I think Liverpool try to, they use that emotion to, like like you say, in, when you're playing at Anfield, if they go a goal down, they get all emotional about it and really get behind the team. Whereas Arsenal seem to take, Arsenal fans up. seem to take, yeah, the opposite approach and, you know, they sort of let their emotions show and sort of have a go at the players and stuff. And that's, that's the interesting bit about it. But, I mean, I've got a bit of sympathy for the fans because I do think Shaka, I don't think he's good enough. I've always said this. I'm like quite outspoken of the fact that I don't think he's a very good footballer. And I think a club like Arsenal still, even though they're not playing Champions League football you know, regularly nowadays, I still think they can attract a better midfielder than Granit Xhaka. And it must be so frustrating as a fan to watch that kind of player week in, week out give these performances which aren't good enough and then be handed the captain's armband. Mm. Uh, I wouldn't be happy. Um, so I completely understand their emotions. However, I did think it was unacceptable yesterday um, with the way that they sort of, you know, they were cheering him and booing him um, when he was going off. I did think like that's, that's not going to help anyone. All they've done there is affect the mentality in the dressing room. I saw an article in The Athletic this morning um, who obviously are partnered with you at Red Men TV. Um, Good play. Cheeky, yeah, cheeky play. But, um, and I think it was from Amy Lawrence, and she said that uh, three senior players went to Shaka's house last night, basically to console him because he was that upset. And Peter Crouch was saying on, I think it was on Match of the Day, saying that it's the worst thing as a footballer to be mm. booed by your own fan base. And I, and I agree with that. And I think it was, for him as a footballer, that must have been awful. Mm. 
so I don't condemn his actions because I don't know what I'd do if I was in that position and you know and I'd I I'd tell him to fuck off yeah which is what he did he isn't did it? yeah exactly yeah because uh, you know it's he's I think he's he knows that he's probably not good enough to wear the captain's armband but he's taking it on and he's he's getting booed off by his own fans um, and it's you know it's half time and he's thinking like oh, like what 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 can I do here? Like I've got my, my home fans here. I tell you what he can me. do: get off the pitch quickly. Yeah. They've got half an yeah. hour to go and win the game. Yeah. Get off the fucking pitch, lad. I'd yeah. be f- like we were talking upstairs. We'd be fuming if that happened. That's, what, yeah. that's why they booed him. Out. Yeah. No, because they, no. they cheered the fact that yeah, he was going off. Yeah, they cheered he was going off, and that's yeah. that's what I don't balls. disagree with. And but this is what I'm saying: I understand the fans because I completely agree with. Like in my head, I'd be thinking like, oh, thank God he's going off. But at no point would I go. I would would I pay to go and watch my team at our home ground in a Premier League game and cheer the fact that any of my players is coming off. I just I can't get that concept into my head. Like I am there to support my team. Why would I cheer a player who's clearly had a bad day? He's being taken off anyway. What good is it doing by you basically sort of cheering like that he's is going he, off? He, he knows being, he's not played well. Is he that's being made why he's yeah, I think so. Massively, yeah. And and that that that's that's the sad thing about it because it it's a really really difficult situation because yeah, like I agree with the fans, but I just me personally would just never do that no, as a fan. I, I'm the same, you know, Karen. I I don't go to Anfield or travel around the world to give stick to players, yeah. you know. And it's it's not just one person. This was like a ground full of people, and that's yeah. like that. It it doesn't compute with me. I I, I just don't get that and. The only thing I know that's like that, because I've never really seen it in English football before, is the Philadelphia fans in American sports are notorious for booing their own team. <laughs> and I just don't understand it. Yeah. it just, it's not how I watch or support footballers. Uh, it goes back to what Emma said about the, the different mentalities of the different clubs, though, and how they emotionally act. I've got a lot of friends that are Arsenal fans, and they hate their club a lot of the time. <laughs> but they mean? love it, and they're emotional about yeah. it as well, yeah. as Emma yeah. says. They're but, so passionate. But to... To blame it all on one player is is just stupidity. Um, you when when teams go and blame the manager, the, like um, is it Wolves? They've gone through like seven managers in as many years or something like that, mm. or, or or Watford, one Watford, or the other, Watford, yeah. and uh, one of the W's, <laughs> and um, they keep blaming the manager. Now for me, that's not the manager's problem. Mm. If you're changing it seven times in seven years, it's probably problems on the pitch in the dressing room. You can't blame Arsenal. Playing poorly or the setup being wrong or something on Granit Xhaka, mm. you know he haven't he hasn't asked the cap as far as I know he have not asked the the manager for the armband. He he doesn't he doesn't go out and say I'm the best player in the world. You know he's got a banging left foot and that's about it. Mm. And he's been put in this bad situation. Like you say, he's a scapegoat. He's mm. the one who's getting the blame for it. Yeah, I think Emery needs to take some responsibility. I, for that as I well. think Emery is who's feels fa- lost at Arsenal at the mm. minute. But whose fault is it? Oh, so you you just reeled off some of the important things here. He wasn't good enough to be bought. Not his fault. Not yeah. his agent's fault. He wasn't good enough to play for them. Not his fault. He's doing his best. Mm. Not good enough to be captain. Not his fault. He, he, what's he going to do? Say no. Yeah. Dream to be a captain of a football club. All these things. And then they do that. I think, and I think the the media are absolute shit houses for this. And well, the manager knows his position. So if he would have come out and backed Jacka, his career's over. So I get that. But Crouchy could—he's a lovable guy. He could have said, "Listen, why are the Arsenal fans booing him? He's your captain. He's your player. Get behind him. Mm. Learn some lessons from X, Y, and Z." Instead, oh, you know, if he had the throughest, and I just think. 
They're all scared to say something slightly yeah. controversial that gets them in on Sky Sports News or BBC News or whatever. Yeah. You know, mm. um, it's, I just don't understand. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Stand it. Like, they're all, I think Arsenal fans are far too, they're a bit like United fans now. They're just entitled. They've had a yeah. great period that they keep going on about. It's a bit yeah. like, well, you know, Liverpool in the 80s. But they don't use that positively. They just moan. Mm. They just think they're entitled to play at the top echelon of football all the time. Do, do you think United are going to be like that? Well, they're already like that now. You know, Chris's famous, was it your famous video you did? Yeah, yeah. with the guy. They're already there, but Arsenal have been there longer. Mm. They're just entitled. They need to take stock of where they are and build as a fan base and a club together. It's yeah. shocking. We just laugh at them. Yeah, and, and they, the thing is with them is that they've got a lot of young players. I've, I watch a lot of Arsenal. I just... I seem to watch a lot of them. I do a lot of their match reports and things, and they have a lot of young players in there who like are, are talented. But it's such it's such a hard club to come into. Like the like you say, the expectation is so high. They've got this incredible history, these incredible records, and these incredible players that there's there's just a shadow around the club. And for any player coming through, you've got to be consistently amazing. To get, you know, there, yeah. yeah, and it's very, very hard to earn respect to Arsenal, which like and very easy to lose it. Very easy to lose it, yeah. Which, which I, which I get, I appreciate, but um, yeah, I just personally, for me as a football fan, just yeah, that isn't my my the, way. The start of the last couple of seasons, I've honestly looked at Leicester and thought mm. they've got a better chance to win the mm. Premier League yeah. than most of our rivals. Yes, yeah, so it is interesting you bring up Leicester because they're quite similar in the in the fact that. You know they had they kind of went through that transition period after they won the league because they lost all their best players yeah. essentially, um, and they brought brought through these young players and the club and the fan base just got behind them. Fantastic every yeah. time, yeah. And, and they brought in a manager in Brendan Rodgers, and you know for whatever his faults were at Liverpool, you know he he, he was yeah manager. he's he's a he's a good manager. He's good at bringing through the youth, and they've kind of the fan base has kind of stuck by that transition period. And now look at them, mm. and I think that's that's what Arsenal kind of need. They need, and Chelsea are going through the same now. Chelsea and Leicester, I think yeah. the closest, going to be the closest to us. Let's talk a little bit about Liverpool then. Um, <coughs> you mentioned Kieran a, a few of the players that we'd look to maybe bring in. We're going to do the preferred 11s in a little bit. Um, what what side do you think Jürgen will play? I think he'll game? play probably the exact opposite to what I want to play, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Um, no, I think he, he will play a mix and again, I think. Um, he understands what these competitions are about, I think. I think that's why we haven't gone very far in them in the past couple of seasons, because he's kept his firepower for the 
the big two competitions. Mm. Um, I think he's probably going to start Hoover again. Um, I think Ox will have a part to play. Kate will have a part to play. And Adrian, they're the three experienced ones I'd go with. Maybe Milner as well, but maybe not because he's played a lot of football, isn't yeah. he? Lallana? I think Milner definitely starts. Um, Lallana, I think, is going to be a name in and around. He's going to be around he's there, isn't he? I don't think I'd start Lallana myself because oh. he's so injury prone, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'll do a cross turn and break an ankle again. What, what side do you reckon it'll be, Sam? Um, I think he'll play Adrian, Hoover, um, Gomez and Matip. If Matt is fit, because Lovren just played two games. I think he'll play Milner left back. I think he'll play Lalana in the six. Ox to the right of him. Cater to the left of him. I think he'll play Brewster on up front with um, Shakiri if fit and Origi flanking him. He's not gonna. I don't think Shakiri's anywhere near. Shakiri's nothing. Mm-hmm. Fit, Elliot. Elliot will play. And I th- is he? Is he? Is he? Is he still banned? Or I think no, that might be over. That was 14 it. days, wasn't it? So that, oh, yeah. that's the team I think. I don't think LaRucci gets in. I've just seen it in between. I was seeing Steve Davis was tweeting he'd play LaRucci, but I think Milner, because you've got to get those three midfielders in. They need minutes. They need 90, mm. preferably. I think you play Milner left-back. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd agree with that. I just decided that I'd actually kind of be excited to see as well, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. Um, OK, well, we've got a little <laughs> break now, and then we're going to come back. We're going to do our preferred 11s. We're going to talk a little bit more about Liverpool Football Club. But here's a clip from the absolutely superb Around the League show. There was obviously a few decisions still given wrong, but I'd rather this be a trial and error period, and eventually they, they do more of this. They need to get the decisions right. Uh, no, you, you but say I'd that, but it's not, it's not affecting way. Liverpool. To, that's huge your opinion. If you say it's a, a trial and error period and a decision went against Liverpool, then you... you yeah, but if they do this every weekend and they start overturning decisions, yeah, but they and every weekend, one... every weekend they start getting things a little bit... But they've gone from one extreme to the other of not using the VAR thing because they don't want to send the referee. So we haven't complained about well, what that. What do you want then? Do you, do you want a to balance? Just what? No, a balance. There's half those decisions. Yeah, I know. So they'll get there eventually. What right, I'm so saying if, is if I'd this, rather this, this notion... We... I'd rather this notion of they're starting to overturn... All right, so, so this week, that's what I'm saying. This week we all complain the referee goes to watch the TV. So next weekend we watch football, the referee goes to the TV for the majority of the answers. That's not that's not what I said. No, no, but that's, that's, what, that's what happened last week. Evan complained the VAR, they were going to them, and he went over to the referees. Evan complained about I think, it, and oh, now they've overturned right, the referees. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not fixating on the, on the monitors. I think the referees should be using no, the monitors No, that's the next stage. Yeah, yeah, but I, well, I think I think they should be using the monitors. I don't think they should be going for every decision, but I think if, if there's, the, you know, the... Um, all right, if you want to talk about the Bertram Ren card, I think that's something that the referee should look at himself. If it's, if, if, if I think they like should that. have phones on them. But, but like that's, that's, that's not a bad shout. Right, OK, Emma, um, what can we take from the last game against Arsenal? I think this is going to be a side that is slightly different. Obviously, we've all, we've discussed it already. Um, Arsenal played like this weird sort of 4 one 2 one 2 against us and, and let our full-backs have the ball. Do you think they'll be playing like that again against us or do you think Emery will be like, well, oh, that was stupid, we got our arse under to us, let's do something different? Yeah, I mean, I... I think he'll he'll have to go a little bit more reserved now, won't he? But I mean, it's interesting, like what we were saying before in the um, in the final word show, um, that it's just it's so difficult to set up against Liverpool because if you set up and and you play in a kind of defensive manner, then you've got that risk of us basically tearing you apart on the counter attack. Or if you try and go at Liverpool, then you know the space is open up for our forwards. So it's it's really difficult, but I think I think Arsenal's strengths definitely lie um, in their counter-attacking football. You know, got the likes of Aubameyang um, with his pace up front. Um, so I think, and I think he will play on Wednesday. You do? Yeah, I think so. Um, and if not him, then definitely Nicolas Pepe. He played well against Liverpool in that last game. Um, that's probably his one 
until the Champions League. Well, yeah, this I mean, that was probably he his dribbled past game. Van Dijk, didn't he? And it's really kicked on for him from there. Yeah, yeah, that was. Uh... <laughs> yeah. I've um, just badly just jinxed that. Yeah, yeah. Last week, didn't yeah but, but this is it. Yeah. I, I think you know that game, that Champions League game. Um, Europa I think League that, game. Europa League. Europa League. Don't just seen their ass then. Yeah, sorry guys, that, that actually wasn't a dig. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that game would have given him a lot of confidence. So I think I think either or, if not both of them, will start. Um, so they've got that pace. So I think I think they will try and. Uh, You're going Arsenal, going very strong in this game then. Uh, oh, I, I think they will. And it's oh. like you said before, you know, they have to respond to this this weekend's result. Um, I think they have to they have to put on a good show, given the whole background with you know Shaka all that kind of stuff. Um, but I also think the kind of players that they've got in and around that squad, those kind of young players that are coming in, that want to express themselves a little bit more, this game is perfect for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I think I think they'll go big on this. Does everyone else think they'll go big? No. 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 Their priorities have got to lie in the Europa League and, and, and getting in the top four. And I think this them them getting through and rounds and rounds and, and Bamiyang twisting his ankle innocuously, it's not <laughs> for them. I just don't think like we we're at home. Are they going to well. roll over and say take on me? No, I just think they'll play that young lad who just doesn't stop scoring. Le, whatever his Ma- name is. Martinelli. Oh, Martinelli. Yeah, he'll play. He'll probably play Willock, um, Saka. You might see Lacazette because he's only just come back. Yeah, but the likes of them played in, in the Europa League. Yeah, they are. But you still see Mbappé playing a couple of them games. I think I, I just I don't know. I just don't feel that. I feel there's too many games in this period of time for them to play. Cabalos didn't play the other day, am I right in saying that? Yeah. Was that by he was on injury? The bench, or, I think, so yeah. I think he'll play. But I just don't I think it's such a risk to play. He's the only player in that side, um, and Bamiyang who oozes quality. If he yeah. goes if he goes out, gets tired or injured, what, where does league. that leave them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's if, interesting. For me, if if um, Emery goes approaching the game like, oh, we've got a setup like we did last time against them, or uh, in a different way, like we did like last time. I think it's going to be a completely different team. You know, we were just talking about our preferred eleven. Uh, what, what eleven we think he's going to pick? It's not going to be the same side. Mm. So the, for the weaknesses that they might have thought they found, evidently didn't find, but <laughs> might have <laughs> thought they found last time, aren't going to be there mm. this time. You know. Okay, well let's talk a little bit about preferred elevens then. Um, I like what <clears> you were talking about before when we were thinking about what Klopp would do. To be honest with you, I think that. Brewster for me is one of those players that I want to see in the size. Mm-hmm. I think I'd love to see Harvey Elliott if he is allowed. Probably should have done the research on that. Apologies. I, I think he is. I'm pretty sure. He yeah, is. I thought he was as well. It feels like two weeks since that that, yeah. that happens. Um, and then Milner, I think left back's really good shows. I think you have to see Naby and you have to see Ox, mm-hmm. and then take your pick on the DM. I think Lallana's maybe the only one left because I wouldn't be playing Hendo for being or Wayne Alden. So I think maybe there's an opportunity for something like that. Centre halves wise, it's who's fit. Yeah, I think Lovren and Gomez. Seem, mm. Is there a chance of a different system? No. I doubt it. Just because the whole club, from top to bottom, just seems to be playing the same way, yeah. the same way, doesn't it? And I think that's why we got a good performance against MK Dons. Yeah. Is because it felt like although we've mixed teams, continuity mixed players, like, yeah, yeah they, they that, just that, knew that, what that's a deliberate thing be. as well. The yeah. club, it, it has to be. Yeah, yeah it, it should is. be. Because yeah. you're not, you're not. There's no point in having an under 23s team and an under 19s and under 18s and under 17s, 16s, blah 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 mm. blah blah, to get players who are good in a 4-4-2. 
That's yeah. a, that's a yeah. fucking irrelevant. Look at this. It's not going to compete the system if they make no. it. The, the, yeah. the teams teams we had through the seventies and eighties, you know, they they I wouldn't say they all played the same way, but they they all had this their continuity going through. Mm. Them, so like you say, you makes it easier to slot up. Yeah. The first team. And you get a big injury, and your guy comes in, and he knows the system, he knows where yeah. the player near him is supposed to be, and stuff like that. So I, I'd yeah. like that. Um, Emma, is there any player that you particularly want to see? Uh, Elliot again. Um, I think he's exciting to watch, and yeah, and I'd like to see Oxley Chamberlain really take this game by the squaffer's neck and put in a big performance and say, look, this is what I can do. Um, get me in those big Champions League games. Kieran, one player that you're really excited to see? Brewster. Brewster. I want to see him score that trick. <laughs> I think we all do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm the same. I think he's got, I've seen something in him where I just feel he's got that class. The whole buzz the about touch, him. His touch, his little link-up play. He played some balls through against MK Dons that were brilliant. <laughs> and, and in pre-season, he's got that touch. He just needs time. Okay, a uh, couple of the rival fixtures before we do score predictions. Oxford plays Sunderland in the round of 16, the big one there. Everton, Watford, oh dear, poor Everton. Uh, Manchester tough, City, tough Southampton. That'll be fine. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Southampton coming off the back of a, a Nine fairly nil. bad result <laughs> yeah. uh, Friday night. Do you reckon City yeah. will beat Leicester's <laughs> oh Is it? I think it's at City's home, so they can't break the record oh, anyway. Right, yeah, for yeah. away, they, away they game, might break the uh, record They basically just need Mike Dean to referee that game. Yeah. <laughs> and then get a red card in the first 12 minutes. Aston Villa Wolves is a derby. That's isn't it? Oh, yeah. well, That's then. a decent little game. Mm. Burton, Leicester, Crawley Town beat Colchester, <laughs> Liverpool, Arsenal, and genuinely, like two of the biggest games Liverpool, Arsenal, and Chelsea, Manchester United. Yeah. Um, both on the Wednesday evening. Decent draw, that. Even Everton, Watford, that's a, you know, that's quite a nice little game. Does it cast Yeah. Be, yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate going to Watford when you play that. that match. <laughs> Be grim. Uh, <laughs> who's going to score the most doggies in that yeah. game? That's how, do you, how do you keep giving the other team the win? I mean, I don't understand it. Um, okay, score predictions then. Uh, Sam, just start with you, mate. I'm going to go 4-2. Harking back to the good old days of the mad, <laughs> I mad just think they're gonna, I, I, I don't think they, I think they're just going to go at us and I think they'll get a bit of joy because we'll have a weaker team and I think we'll score goals as well. They're open. Their subs are going to be even more open. <laughs> Look, along the same lines, I think it'll be a little bit more cagey though, so 2-1 for me. 2-1. Yeah, I'll go with 2-1. I'm going to take 2-1 as well. I'm going to take two one as well. And I Sam's hope, out and I there. Hope that Sam, <laughs> I'm looking a bit like a two of them. And, I, and I, I hope that Sam's right, and yeah. I not, to be honest with you. Yeah, it'll be a better game. More fun yeah. To watch. Yeah. I, just, like, I love how none of us even considered the option we're going to lose that yeah. game. Like. Right, I've been doing this 10 years. I've never predicted the Liverpool loss. Yeah. <laughs> I think I can count on one hand how many draws I've predicted. <laughs> I, I might actually count them. I, I say that someone else might have to count them for me. Uh, go through all of them and, and cover six hundred wins, uh, five draws, no gonna losses. Be, they're going to be sick of you going red man TV. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the fact that it's at home. Yeah, you were, you were never going against Liverpool at home. No, no, not at all. And there you go. That has been the Uncensored Match Build-Up Show. Thank you very much for watching. Don't forget to smash that like button. Leave <laughs> your comments below and check out Emma and Kieran and Sam on Twitter. Emma, what is your Twitter? E-M underscore Sandy with a Y. Nice. Kieran? Kiwi Gethin. Kiwi Gethin. <laughs> Kiwi. Out, out, yeah. out of time. Yeah, one SGW. There you go. Absolutely superb. Thanks for watching. See you next time. Ta-ra.